Monday night, May 6th at the Hyatt Regency in San Francisco. You're invited to join athletes and celebs at the Bay Area Sports Hall of Fame Enshrinement Dinner. Be there to celebrate this year's class featuring Olympic swimmer Jenny Thompson, San Jose Earthquakes legend Chris Wondolowski, Niners Super Bowl hero John Taylor, Sharks icon Patrick Marlowe, and the architect of the Giants dynasty, Brian Sabian. Be a part of this star-studded evening benefiting Special Olympics Northern California. To purchase tickets, visit Bayshoff.org. That's B-A-S-H-O-F.org. The San Jose Sharks Radio Network presents The Teal Report. Here's Dan Rusinowski. The Sharks travel to St. Louis to take on the Blues for the first time this season after a disappointing loss in Game 2 of the regular season against the Arizona Coyotes. It's a long road trip for the Sharks. Their first eight games are away from home, the next two against the Blues on Monday and on Wednesday. Tonight's game will be St. Louis's home opener under the unusual conditions of the pandemic. And the Blues have a burr under their saddle collectively after an 8 to nothing loss on Wednesday at the hands of the Colorado Avalanche on the road. Mario Ferraro, who is having a strong start to his campaign, talked about the expectation of tonight. Yeah, I expect them to, uh, to come out hard. Um, you know, they're going to try and, and push the pace right away. Uh, obviously, I mean, you said it, uh, they didn't have the greatest result last game, and so we know that we know what they can do. We know that they're a very solid team. They're a big team and and uh, a good forechecking team. But um, yeah, that being said, uh, we can expect them to come out hard and, and uh, we just got to have a better pushback. In typical fashion for the early part of any regular season, there are a couple of details the Sharks are working on regularly. One of the struggles has been losing key faceoffs in the defensive zone, which resulted in a couple of goals against in the Arizona series. Coming to a much stronger team at center ice in St. Louis, head coach Bob Bugner reflected on some of the problems that the Sharks have been suffering in that area. Yeah, it's something we got to get uh, way better at. I think that uh, we struggle in a face-off circle even the first game. Um, you know, it's it's an important part of the game, and uh, um, I thought our puck movement was better off of one face-offs, but, uh, um, you know, we lost too many, and, you know, you're, you're chasing the puck all night. So, um, and the onus is, is going to be on the centerman, obviously, but we also got to, you know, get some help from the wingers coming into the circle too. But uh, it's definitely a weakness of our team right now. What do the Sharks do about these face-off problems? For Noah Gregor, the solution is a basic one. I think that's something that just takes reps, uh, you know, being away from the game uh, for that long. Uh, it's tough to come in and be really good in the face-off circle. Uh, you know, I know myself and the other centers are, are working on it a lot with Madden, uh, with Mads in, in practice. So uh, just trying to get the reps as we can. Uh, we'll get some face-off video before the games on each centerman and on the other team. So uh, you know, it's just getting your reps in, I think. Part of the solution may come in the presence of Frederick Handemark. The 27-year-old rookie makes his NHL debut tonight against the Blues. He owned the best face-off percentage in the Swedish Hockey League, 61.5%, and he's never fallen below 60% in each of the three years. Of course, his challenge will be a little different tonight in the presence of a motivated St. Louis team with talented center icemen like Ryan O'Reilly, Braden Shen, Robert Thomas, and Ivan Barbashev. You can't put all the pressure on one player in his very first NHL game, and Bob Bugner is looking to the Noah Gregor line. He feels they can contribute a little bit more in that and several other areas. No, I, I think they got a lot more. I think that, uh, um, you know, last game, I think you saw spurts of it. I think, uh, um, you know, but they have they have more to give. I think that the first game uh, wasn't a very good game for any of those guys, if you ask them. Um, you know, not paying attention to that early line combinations. Um, you know, I have 
plan B always in my in my back pocket. But um, you know, being off ten months and this is all new to everybody. I'm trying to be as patient as possible. Um, you know, but you know, we don't have the luxury of having an 82 game schedule where you can um, you know you can maybe take a little more time to make some adjustments. So um, those guys all had uh, some chemistry in camp, and I think it's just a matter of you know getting some in-game experience. Obviously, training camp is not the same thing as, as a regular season game. It's ramped up, and there's not a lot of time out there. So they're adjusting. I thought they were a little better second game. I'm hoping to see uh, even more improvement in the third game. One bit of good news, the Sharks' power play is doing pretty well. Heading into tonight's game, they're ranked fifth in the NHL, having gone three for eight, 37.5% in the two-game series against Arizona. And they go against a Blues team that gave up five power play goals in the 8 nothing loss against Colorado on the road on Friday. Head coach Bob Bugner talked about what's working with the power play unit. Well, I think, you know, both units are contributing, number one. Um, you know, we're not just relying on one unit. I think if you look at unit two, I think they're more of a speed um, a speed entry. And I think if you look at the big guys, they're more of a, um, a controlled entry. Um, either way, though, when we get in zone, I think that we are, uh, um, we're, we're looking and it may not always look like that on the analytics and everything might not hit the net and everything, but our shot attempts, we're trying to put pucks to the net. Um, you know, you could see that our flankers, our two guys on either side are not coming up high inside the blue line area. We want to make sure that we're, uh, um, you, you know, making that triangle below the tops of the circles. And, and you know, I, I think it's just a quicker puck movement. I think a little different structure. And, uh, you know, guys, let's face it, we have to be uh, um, one of these teams that hopefully can be in the top 10 in both categories, penalty kill and power play. Um, you know, we have to uh, find ways to score five and five, but special teams are going to be real important for us. Devin Dubnik, who made his Sharks debut in relief of Martin Jones on Saturday, gets the start today against the Blues, and he's been looking forward to that. Oh yeah, I think. I mean, I think you're you're trying to go into into every season and have a great year, and and uh, anybody that's coming off a, a, a less than than stellar year uh, like myself, I, I certainly want to come in. But I think more than anything, I just want to just want to play well for this group. It's been uh, you know we've been been together here on the road for feels like a long time um so i've got to know these guys well and and i think that's the biggest thing especially with uh, with all these road games coming up is we just want to we want to play well as a group and have fun out there and i want to be a, a big part of that dubnik assessed the challenges from a goaltender's perspective on the short season of 56 games and the lack of a preseason to get ready uh, it's just getting comfortable um you know with the with the way the guys play in front of you um you know, it's uh, each team plays differently, and you just get used to. to you got to get used to the way certain guys play certain situations, and and uh, it comes pretty quick. I mean, I played played a lot of games, obviously, so you get in there and and uh, you try to just concentrate on on the little things that uh, that I need to do to be sharp, and and uh, and it'll come. And that's really all you can do. There's no uh, there's no point in sitting back and. And thinking about no preseason games or being concerned about it, that's just that's just the way it was for everybody this year. So we're all, uh, everybody's in the same boat. Other than uh, us not being able to be home, everybody's in the same boat. So you, uh, you just got to go out there and play. For the 34-year-old Dubnik, it was a benefit to get in, even if for only 12 minutes on Saturday. Uh, yeah, I mean, I didn't have too much work, but uh, it's been a while since since I've been in there. So, um, you know, unfortunately, don't, don't want to be in a scenario where that's... Uh, that's an option. Obviously, we'd rather be in the game, but I think it was a good opportunity to, to hop in there and just feel the ice in a in a real game and uh, and get ready for uh, for for my start. What are the things that he and Sharks goaltending coach Evgeny Nabokov been working on? 
yeah, a few different things. No, nothing uh, super particular, but um, big thing for me uh, that I always talk about, and one thing that that he's kind of just staying on top of me about is just having my feet set. Um, you know, it's a big part of my game is is making sure I'm set uh, where I need to be in my net, so that so that my feet are set and, and allowing me to to execute save one and and move on to to save two and three. Um, and he's just really working with me on that, so I don't. Uh, I don't have any uh, any drift in my game forward or back. One thing that the Sharks goaltender can't work on is his opponent. The Avalanche are going to be awfully motivated after losing eight to nothing on Friday. Well, I mean they're gonna they're gonna be ready to play, no doubt about it. Um, that's a it's a good hockey team. I mean that's a that's an anomaly for them to lose a game like that. So I think everybody knows uh, how good of a team they are, and and uh, especially this early, I think we just need to to concentrate mainly on ourselves and and uh, and make sure that we're we're as sharp as we can be. I mean, we're trying to build we're trying to build our game as a group here as well. So um, that's kind of the most important thing early on in the season is just making sure you're ready to play as soon as the puck drops and uh, and and getting good at um, at playing the way we want to play. The Sharks have made some changes to their defensive scheme in front of the netminders this season. For Coach Bob Bugner, it's a balance between quick strike capability moving forward and responsible play in the defensive zone. We're trying to have that quick strike mentality. Uh, when we turn pucks over, we want to bring pucks to net right away within the first two, three seconds. Uh, but that's a fine line. I think, you know, we also don't want to be one and done. And, and what we need to improve on is spending more time in the offensive zone. So I don't mind the quick uh, strike mentality if it's there, but I don't want us throwing blind passes if it's not. And, you know, I'd rather us protect pucks and, and, and get our get our ass out off the boards and have some separation, play the tops of circles and, you know, be a little more of a cycle team. That's not been... Uh, um, that's not been an area where we've been great at. And, uh, you know, we talked about that this morning. We have to uh, wear teams down more and spend more time in the offensive zone. That balance can be a tricky one at the highest level of the world's fastest game. But Noah Gregor thinks he and his teammates will handle it well. Yeah, I think that's just a read and uh, that you have to make for yourself. Uh, you know, if you think you got time to hold on to the puck, you should do that and, and protect the puck. And then if you think you got a guy open, you'll, you'll make that play. I think we got guys on our team that are smart enough to uh, make that decision. And uh, I think that'll come. Blue liner Mario Ferraro talked about how the team is applying the defensive principles. I think we've done a pretty pretty good job in the first couple of games. Um, I didn't think we gave a lot of chances in terms of D zone um, coverage. Uh, I thought that we kept them to the outside fairly well. Um, obviously, it's been a long time since we've been together as a group. And, you know, the quicker we, we have things fall into place, the, the better success we'll have here early on in, in the season. But, um, yeah, there's, there's things that we can work on uh, off the rush and, and floor check and still in the D zone as well. But I think we've done a really good job considering, you know, the time off that we've had. And it's important that, you know, we don't use that as an excuse. And it's important that we continue to, to improve on it as, at a rapid pace here. The Teal Report will continue from St. Louis with a look inside the Blues locker room next on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. And now, a moment of chill from Coors Light. Light Mountain Cold Refreshment, made to chill after the short but cold beer run from hot tub to cabin. 2020 Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. 
scores! The San Jose Sharks Audio Network is on 24 hours a day. Whether you're in your office or on the go, make sure that you download the Sharks SAP Center app and hit listen anytime. We're proud to salute some of our founding partners. Kaiser Permanente, Del Grand Dealer Group, Hilton San Jose, and Jack Daniels. If it's a game broadcast, breaking news, or a player feature, the place to find it is right here on the San Jose Sharks Audio Network. The Hilton San Jose is the preferred hotel of the San Jose Sharks and SAP Center in San Jose. Experience something new. Close to home or from across the world, the Hilton San Jose is there for you with memorable offers and experiences. Enjoy the brand new guest rooms with luxurious Waldorf Astoria beds and upgraded amenities. We're committed to creating a safe and relaxing experience, including delivering an even cleaner stay from check-in to check-out. Visit sanjose.hilton.com now to make your reservation. We are Hilton. We are hospitality. Our Teal Report continues from Enterprise Center in St. Louis, where the Sharks meet the Blues for the first time this year. For Mario Ferraro, this has been one long road trip. It's had its uh, positives and negatives. Um, it's, it's felt a little weird at first, uh, not being at home for training camp and stuff. But to be honest, I've kind of grown pretty accustomed to you know, being on the road and, and being in the hotel for you know, basically majority of the time because we don't get much much freedom to leave uh, given the, the circumstances with the virus and stuff. But uh, it's been a good opportunity to grow and, and bond as a team. We're around each other a lot more, uh, but it's, it's different. It's definitely different. Noah Gregor planned for this trip away from home a little bit differently than he would for a normal road trip. It's been all right. Uh, you know, obviously it's tough, uh, you know, being away, you know, having that home base would be nice, but, uh, you know, I'm a single guy with, uh, you know, no family or kids. So I think it's a little harder on other guys than, than it is for myself. Uh, brought the PlayStation on the, on the road trip, uh, this, this year didn't do that at all last year. I think with so much time and not being able to go out uh, to restaurants or, or the mall or movies or stuff like that, uh, got to find something to keep you entertained. So, uh, I brought my PlayStation. But today, the Sharks are all business as they face off against a team that certainly should challenge for a Stanley Cup this year. The Blues didn't look like it on Friday when they gave up five power play goals and lost 8 nothing on the road in Denver against the Avalanche. Right-winger David Perron, a veteran on this Blues team, told us his view as to what happened. Well, I think, like, uh, obviously, uh, the way... Um the way it started, I think we took too many penalties and obviously end up in our net a lot uh, on the PK side, I think on the power play side of things. Um, be- because I'm involved in that and not the PK, you're trying to support your group and if they don't have as much a good night, hopefully you, get, you can get that going. So you um, take some, some pressure off them a little bit and uh, yeah, it just kind of got away from us. Uh, five on five, a couple little details coming into D zone um, that we can clean up. Uh, breakouts, things like that, better support. Um, So yeah, that's kind of a little bit of that. Our Sharks Audio Network broadcast of today's game begins at 4.30 Pacific time. Go to sjsharksradio.com slash listen or tune in on the Sharks plus SAP Center app. I'm Dan Rusinowski reporting from St. Louis. For the complete Teal Report and more great Sharks content, go to sjsharks.com slash listen.